Well, hello. This is the trophy room. It's probably Wednesday, wherever y'all are at. And we are here in snowy old Provo. I had to take just like back roads here because I didn't want to take the highway because not because I can't drive in snow, but I don't trust other morons in the snow, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, so we're going to get to the Matt Stafford thing because Matt Stafford's our boy. We won't spend forever on it. What did Aaron Rodgers say? What did LeBron James say? What the heck happened over the weekend in the NBA? It was kind of pitiful, but kind of amazing. And then why is Zion William quote unquote detached from the New Orleans Pelicans? We're gonna get into all of that. Couple things, first up, like always, wherever you're listening to this, we appreciate you being here. Second of all, go give us a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify. Wherever you're at, we super appreciate it. You've heard the anchor for or the sponsor from Anchor. We love Anchor over there. Um, I don't think we're gonna announce it yet, but we do have another sponsor coming up really soon that we're like super, super, super excited about. I'm like, yes, I, sir. Like we, I, I have to keep it on like the download for right now, but I'm super excited once we can tell you all about it because it's, it's like one of the dopest things to be on the market like there's nothing like this on the market right now again like i won't even keep going but i'm so excited about it like we're super hyped uh yeah go check out our Inst or our instagram and our tiktok trophy room radio jackson's killing it he had a post yesterday that got eleven thousand views within like 12 hours so jackson as always we love you for everything Stug. that you do um yeah we got another guy who's working on sound right now for us or gonna might start working on sound for us so things will get better there all of that being said, I have to say this before we get started. First of all, just so y'all know, I didn't realize this. You realize that like everything sounds better when music is playing. Like when yeah. you're reading something, like if you're on TV, you're watching TV, you're watching ESPN, like you're watching the open to any sporting event, like you can literally read like, I like licking dirt and it sounds so hype yeah. if there's music going on in the background. Thanks. That's why like, I have to listen to our intro music in my head, like in my ears while I'm reading this because I just gets me so much more hype for it. But uh, I'm so grateful you got married. First of all, just because I love Liv. But like, can we just, there was a rapper the other day and he said that the Air Force One, the white Air Force One is the greatest shoe of all time. It and is. honestly, like I look at that thing sitting in my closet like... I am so grateful that you got married because when you got married, that was the excuse I needed to go out and buy the Air Force One. So when Luke got married, we all the groomsmen, we all wore white Air Force Ones and it was sick. And now I look back and I'm like, that was probably one of the best purchases I ever made. I, I wore them today. There's, there's a, that's like one of the, if you don't have a pair, like go get you a pair. You have to get a pair. They're, they're not even expensive, dude. And they look as good as any shoe on the market. No, they might be like like one of the best. And like you can wear them bumming. They look really good. We wore them to a wedding. Yeah, like freak, dude. I wore them, I got married in them boys. Yeah, like you wore them in church. Like there's no like there's not an occasion you can't wear Air Force Facts. One to. Facts. Um, but speaking of big time occasions, our boy Pop Matthew Stafford. So y'all heard about this a week ago, but we weren't on the air a week ago, and Frat Matt is our Frat Matt. our king. He's our boy. We, love we, we Matt. will defend Frat Matt till the till day. The we day. Did. And yeah. somehow people want to still come at us. Like Andy came at us again after we recorded last week, saying like, "Oh, Matt Stafford's not that good." What He's more like, do you want from him? He just won the Super he Bowl. He won a Super Bowl his first season, not well, with the I don't Detroit know what, Lions. I honestly don't know what more they want. What, like, please, somebody tell us like, what does he have to do to win you over? Here's here's my thing. If 
And we're I promise I'll not go down route. I'm gonna say one thing and I'll shut up. Okay. If he wins another Super Bowl all time, he's probably better than Aaron Rodgers. Dude, that's true though. And especially if Aaron Rodgers retires this if year, Aaron that boy's legacy is poop. down the tank. Okay, so Matt Stafford, we got to defend him for just a second. So if you haven't seen, there's a video of him. They're at the Super Bowl parade. And there's a girl, and she goes to take a picture of Matt, I think, and his, and wife, his wife. And she falls off the stage, I think. Mm-hmm. And she ended up in like a like a spinal harness. She like, she like fractured her spine. It wasn't a break. It was. A, I mean, fractured is. A, it's still big time. Yeah. But she like like cracks in her spine. Yeah. But the issue that everyone has is that she fell. Matt says, "Oh bleep!" and then just kind of kind of turns away. Turns away. Like looks at his wife and then kind of turns away. And then his wife gets down and she's like down there helping him. And so everyone's like, "Oh, that looks really bad." Oh, he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad yeah. guy. Um. I, like, I'll call a spade when it's a spade. Like, it definitely wasn't a good look. It for didn't him. look good. Like, I'll we'll be honest. We're the we look. We have chubs for Papa Matt Stafford. It didn't look good. I will say this though. Give it to him. This was like at the end of the parade. Okay, the mm-hmm. end. How many beers do you think that boy had in him? Or, he was or, or or anything else? Some tequila, some Hennessy. Like, what else did he... If you he... heard him talk, like, he, he was, was sloshed. sloshed. So, not giving him excuse, but he was... He probably wasn't going to be able to help He was straight her. drunk, dude. And honestly, yeah. There, like, there's a reason why his wife went and he didn't, because he was probably hammered. Yep. Like Tom Brady was so drunk last year that he almost launched the Lombardi Trophy into the ocean. He did. Yeah. And, so, just got lucky. Yeah. So, it, like, Matt was probably way too inebriated to go down and actually yeah. help her. But, but either way, not a good look. But it, his wife got him, and he's paying her bill. Like, yeah. what more do you want? He's hey, that's for a, a new that, camera, new hey, equipment, and that, her all her look. That's why you marry a good woman. Boom. Amen. We love Liv. Liv is a good one. Okay. Um, so Matt Stafford, we hit that. And that was the other thing. People have been blasting us. Like, that was the... I don't get why people have been coming at us for this, because I feel like we did a good job last week. Where it was like, you talk too much about, about this. Matt Stafford. You spend too much time. You just bore me out. You don't go to the next thing. I'm like, look, we don't have commercials that come up, like, in Sorry. the middle. Like, we don't have 15-minute A Intervals, block and B yeah. blocks. Like, that's not how this works. So, like, we just kind of go, and we... Like, I feel like we talk about things... Like, especially, it was the Super Bowl last week. All of y'all who blasted us last week, yeah. we go once a week. We go so once a week, that was uh, the biggest thing that happened. All year, that's... Exactly. I don't want to hear it. Um, okay, so you want to do Aaron Rodgers or All-Star yeah, Weekend? I say next? let's go Aaron Rodgers. Let's stay Aaron on Rogers. football. Okay. So, so, for those of you who don't know and who don't have Bleacher Report just blowing up your phone at midnight every night... What's wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong? One, what's wrong with you? So, Aaron Rodgers... The greatest regular season quarterback, quarterback of we all didn't even time. Plan that. No, wow, we did. That was a boost. The greatest regular season quarterback sent out this big nostalgic Instagram post. And when I read it, it seemed like this is what I think is going on with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. He's like and I think in the past couple years this has happened to my dad a little bit. Interesting. Like as people get older and like certain phases of life like you're in a transition of phases of life you start to become very um you start to reflect a lot more and be introspective 
You know what I mean? Okay. And so, like, the the reason why I say this is cause I've noticed that in my dad, he's more, like, picture-taking, like, wants to talk about memories, things like that, and just talk about, like, what's happened. And I, that same tone is what I heard from Aaron Rodgers. He has the tone of a man who is in a phase of transition and who is very, like, I think he's a, a super like air quotes spiritual guy i think he like cares a lot of like st- about things like meditation things like that like i can tell he's that type of a guy he's he's a california boy okay yeah and so he's granola. kind of he's granola yes i mean look at his hair like so that's what phase he's in right now like he was talking about he loves these guys he said he loved jordan love Bakhtiari, randall cobb all these boys and the big thing for me so if you go look at his post Aaron Rodgers, every – so this year and when they were on the same team, he always – during the national anthem, he's between who? Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams. Always. Look at it. Never noticed that. There was one game when he wasn't. That was when he had COVID. Okay? And if you go look – I don't know if you have it pulled up right now, but if you look at the, the – If you out. have – go look at it right now. If you see the last post and tell me what it is, the last picture – uh, the last picture of the post. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's the it's last picture. It's a picture of... It's a picture of Randall Cobb, Devontae Adams, and then he's not there. But and there's just a gap in between. There's the a people. gap in the middle. So here's what I'm saying. He is... He, he Whatever happens, he is wow. not going to be on the Green Bay Packers next year. He might be in Denver. He might be in San Francisco or at home. But he's not... He's done with the Packers. And I think this was his goodbye post because he is reminiscing about the past and the, like, air quotes, good times he's had with this organization. So this was really weird to me because I I agree with you in some ways and I disagree with you in a few ways. Um, I honestly hadn't heard anything about that final picture because I I saw him post this on my feed last night. I saw the first picture, gratitude is wine for the soul, go on, get drunk, and then I saw the picture with his ex-fiance dude and also that's way sad bro like he's saying he loves his ex-fiance bro she just done broke your heart you say you love her dang boy so i feel bad for him that's hard i have so many different ways that i want to go with this first of all aaron Rodgers is and always has been and vice versa, the Kevin Durant of yeah, the NFL. Yeah, he is a Kevin Where he Durant. just spends way too much time. You ever watch that show Community? No, but I've heard it's hilarious. Okay, so I have been looking, and I'm sure, like this, if you don't know us, like How I Met Your Mother is maybe the greatest TV show of all time, but it's easily, easily the greatest Easily sitcom the greatest of sitcom of all time. Not even close. And I think I've watched it through six times now. Anyway, I've been trying to find a new show to watch. I started watching Community yesterday. And Community, if you'd never watched it, is like Joel McHale, and he meets this hot girl because he has to go to community college because they find out that he forged like a law degree. (laughs) So he has to go back to community college. Um, Sounds like what happens if suits went bad. Yeah, exactly. So he's at this community college, and he he forms a study group, and it's just a band of misfit toys. Anyway, the point I make is that there's a scene... And uh, one of the uh, Childish Gambino plays one of the characters in this study group, oh. and he's like, uh, um, he is like used to be a quarterback in high school, and so he wears his Letterman jacket at community college, oh and everyone gosh. makes fun of him for wearing it. And at one point, he says to Joel McHale, he says, "If I if I take it off, I'm a loser, but if I keep it on, I'm a loser." And Joel McHale says to him, 
He says, either way, if you take it on, if you take it off or you leave it on, you're doing it for them. Yeah. You have to stop living for other people. And to me, Aaron Rodgers has always had this illusion of control. He believes that if he's in control, he has power. But people who feel the need to be in control are actually insecure about the fact that they'll never be in control. They're not powerful. They want to make that assertion. They want to make everyone believe that, but they're really not. Aaron Rodgers seems to me like however he's living his life, he wants to assert that he has power, but really he's asserting that to the rest of us, you care what we think. You care yeah. that you have power over somebody, that you're controlling a narrative. Yeah. And so it's very evident to me that Aaron Rodgers is attempting to control this story as much as possible because everybody's guessing, everybody's wondering. And I think he feels like he has not been the most powerful guy in the room because I think he's felt like the Packers were a bigger brand than him. Really? Um, I think so because... Uh, he he was he was the bad guy at the end of the NFL that's, draft. That's like, he's been point. the bad guy throughout all. But of I this. think the Packers when they drafted Jordan Love, I think they were the bad guy at that point. At, and I agree. But as soon as Aaron did what he did, he immediately went back to being the bad guy because yeah. they're like, look, we were willing to like you didn't have to go out and do that. Everybody was on your side already, but once again, Aaron needs everyone to know that he's the smartest guy in the room. That's why he has a tough time being in relationships with his own family. That's why he had a tough time in a relationship with his own fiance. And so to me, I look at this and I say, Aaron Rodgers, what are you trying to do? Because if you don't figure out how to start working with people in a better way, and again, the Packers are not perfect in what they did drafting Jordan no, Love. No, they're stupid. They And it was a bust of a draft pick. He exactly. looks bad. He looks bad. So the Packers look even worse. But you got to figure this thing out because your people issues is going to – that's why some of the most successful people in the world, they're not even that intelligent. Like, they're not that smart. They're just incredible with people. Like, they're not the math, science, geniuses – but if you can be good with people, you can be so incredibly yeah. successful. In life. I mean, Tom Brady, like that's a leader. Perfect of example. Yeah. So, and then this is the other thing that I wanted to hit with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers, and I don't know how this plays into the concept we're just talking about, but Aaron Rodgers seems like the most play it safe quarterback I've ever seen mm. when he gets to the playoffs. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Because, like. We talked about this last week. We talked about Brett Favre, Matthew Stafford. Okay, Brett Favre leads has the career record for interceptions. Yeah, you would you would think that the guy who had the most interceptions was in NFL history buns, was some buns dude who you maybe had never heard of. Yeah, who, who played like twenty years ago or or who would never be heard of in twenty years. Mm-hmm. But Brett Favre's a Hall of Famer and one of the greatest quarterbacks yeah, of all time. Of all time, uh, Matt Stafford threw a lot of interceptions last year. But guess what? He won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers threw four interceptions in the regular season, and he hasn't even thrown 100 his entire career. But how many Super Bowls does he have to show for it? Yeah. One. So we have to get rid of this idea that we think that we know which stats are conducive to winning football games and which aren't. Because, because we stats, honestly don't. You stats can win don't... in spite of certain things. Oh, yeah. 100%. And that just goes to show. Like, if you look at the l- listen to this, if okay. you look at the two quarterbacks who were in the Super Bowl last year, or I mean, just this last two weeks ago, okay, okay. they were. If I'm not, if I'm mistaken, Matt Stafford was tied for last or f- tied for first in interceptions. Guess who was second in interceptions? Joe Burrow. I'm almost positive. I'm gonna I'm look this up. But if I'm right, 
interceptions. Like, and interceptions are not created equally. No, true. And so Aaron Rodgers, so this is the thing. Like, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees owned the record book. Of any, of even any record, Peyton Manning at the time when he was a rookie broke the record for rookie interceptions. Yeah, yeah. So like, so those three own the record book, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't have more championships than them. Matter of fact, he has one, which is the same as Drew Brees, but Peyton Manning has two. Tom Brady seven. So he doesn't have more championships. Doesn't have better stats than them. The one thing that he has over them is QBR. He has always cared about his QBR, which is why he is always safe with interceptions. He cares more about his stats and his, like, I'm, I have the best QBR, which is overall quarterback rating, like, that's how good a quarterback is, over, you know what, let's make some magic happen to go win a football game. Aaron, I don't think, cares necessarily about how great the Green Bay Packers are. He cares to me about how much how good Aaron Rodgers looks. And and the word yeah. narcissistic has a very it's a volatile word, it's a heavy connotation, but I would argue that Aaron Rodgers if you can't get along with your own family members, I would argue Aaron's a little narcissistic. Mm. To the point that he cares so much about his image that he's willing to not throw to cuz you can argue all you want about interceptions and and they're not all created equal but yeah. the guys who are good who throw them also end up becoming winners because they're willing I mean it it's called a 50-50 ball for a reason 50 yeah. means 50 you get a touchdown 50 you throw an interception and if it works out more times than not you end up winning yeah. football games okay, okay. but you can't win football games if you don't score touchdowns yeah. and Aaron Rodgers hasn't scored touchdowns yeah. in the playoffs last year. Yeah, I mean years. he literally scored one touchdown in the playoffs this year. Okay, listen to this. So Matt, so Aaron Rodgers had 4, okay? Okay. And everyone says, "Oh, that's why he's better than all these guys." Maybe that's why he's not as good as all these guys. Just hear me out, okay? okay? Matt Stafford, 17. Okay. Josh Allen, 15. Herbert, 15. Derek Carr, 14. Burrow, 14. Mahomes, 13. Jackson, 13. Brady, 12. What? And Prescott, 10. What does that say? So th- that is all of the top... So Basically, there's no like mediocre guys who are interspittingly. Like, I mean, I mean, are, there's, I mean, there's some, but like, but like the top guys are throwing the most. Yeah, the top really. guys, like Sam Darnold has. Th- some of these guys are just legit bad. Like yeah. Sam but Darnold's bad. It's more good than yeah. bad, honestly. As no, far no, as there's, quality of quarterback. there's. I'm looking here and like guys who are going like Pro Bowl talent of the guys like. There's one, two, three, four. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 of the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 20. Of the 20, 14 of them are like considered Pro Bowl level quarterbacks. Interesting, isn't it? Carson Wentz had less Interceptions in all these guys, didn't you know? And but, we would consider Carson Wentz to be significantly more atrocious than any of these significantly. guys. Significantly. Andy Dalton only had nine interceptions. Davis Mills, who started basically every game, only had ten interceptions. Two only had ten. 
Huh. So do interceptions really mean how good you are? I don't think so at all. Zach Wilson only had 11. So Aaron, like, we get that you... This is the one thing that I've always loved about Aaron Rodgers, and I felt this way watching, uh, I think they were playing the Rams this season, but Aaron Rodgers is very calculated in every single thing that he does, and he pays, and again, another, uh, like a, a Brettism about great people, great people pay the most attention to the smallest of details. Yeah. When you watch Aaron Rodgers throw like a flat route or a swing route, just like just like five yards away from him really quick to get the ball to the running back, it's one of the most accurate passes you've ever yeah. seen. Like guys aren't reaching out, they're not laying out for it. Yeah. He makes the short throws, the easy ones, some of his best. And he's yeah. it, it is credible throwing the ball all the time. But um, there's a, a lot of guys that don't do that. There's a lot of guys who are like, it's a cheap, short throw, so I'll just mail it in. Aaron Rodgers does everything intentionally. I think the issue comes, he doesn't want to look bad when he gets to the big stages. I think he gets in his head. He gets gun shy. Yeah. And so that's why, again, like we don't want to do this to you and tell you why Matt Stafford is more elite than Aaron Rodgers the last 10 years, but... Once again, Matt Stafford has three fourth-quarter comeback playoff wins. And, and, and Rodgers, Aaron has, Rodgers has two, two in the last ten years. Eleven years. Last eleven years. Two. And Matt Stafford has three in one Once, playoff. Yeah, in one playoff, you're like... So, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so if Aaron Rodgers... Like, where does he go? What, like, what happens this year? Let's, let's play this little game. I like that. So I don't think there's any shot that Aaron Rodgers goes into retirement. Unless, because to me, if Aaron Rodgers goes into retirement, that almost shoots his legacy in the foot. Because I was watching back that Packers-Steelers Super Bowl on Sunday. His team was loaded. And not like loaded like it is this year. Like loaded with guys that we're going to remember for a long time. Like Clay Matthews. Like A.J. Hawk. Like B.J. Raji, yeah. like Julius Peppers, yeah. like uh, not Charles Woodson, but who else was on that team? They had uh, Sam Shields was on Sam that team. Shields is good. Uh, Starks was on the team at running back. Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, like they had. Stud. They had boys. They had boys. And so, I I don't think there's any way that he retires because to me, for him to cement where we think he, because there's there's a difference between reality. And what we perceive yeah. to be reality, yeah. like in the near future. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers, to me, I think we perceive that Aaron Rodgers at the end of his career will finish top five all time. Yeah. But to me, you have like guys with way more Super Bowls than him. First of all, even guys who have be- J- Chip Kelly went or Jim Kelly went to four Super Bowls. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers went to one. So. I don't think there's any way that he retires unless he's comfortable with his legacy going to. He might not even be a top ten. Yeah, if he doesn't, he'll, he'll, pr- he'll probably be. T- he'll probably be maybe ten. Yeah, like like low. He'll be the low end of top ten ever. Yeah, because you'd get Tom Brady, you get Joe Montana, John Elway, John Elway, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning. Uh, Troy Aikman. Troy probably Aikman. he's gotta be in there. Three Dan Super Marino. Bowls. Uh, no Super Bowls. Kay. Uh, Drew Brees. Drew Brees, I'd on, say in he's there. definitely he's, top ten. He's top. 10. He's like lower end top ten, but I think he's still top ten. But yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers he'll makes be, it. He'll be. He won't be in the top five. 
He, and then as soon as Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes end yeah, their by, career... Yeah, by the end of it, he might be out of the You might team. push him off the bubble. Yeah. Especially because really the only thing that Aaron Rodgers has over anyone is... Statistically, he is really efficient and really good. In the regular super, season. In the regular season. Okay, so we're, we can both probably agree that he's not retiring. Okay. Because to me, this post reads like... Like, it feels really weird because we know Aaron Rodgers to be very, like... It's almost like a breakup text. Well, it's a breakup text, and it almost feels like the kind of text you write when you get drunk. Like, all the mm. things you say when you're kind of feeling sappy and emotional, but you yeah. never actually say out loud. Because we've never seen Aaron Rodgers be this friendly and emotional with other people, and he's, like, posting pictures with Also, by the way, Randall Cobb is a really good-looking guy. He's got blue eyes. Yeah, no, he. I've always loved Randall Cobb's eyes. Like, like he's like him. I'm a I'm a grown man. I yeah. think he's a good looking dude. He is a good looking dude. Um, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is retiring. I think he wants to control the narrative, and I think everyone wants to look to him to get the news of where he's going okay. before anyone else reports it. So there's no way the story is getting out because Aaron's not telling anyone. Everyone okay. thought he was going to announce it on Pat McAfee show. A hundred thirty thousand people. We're watching today on Pat McAfee's show. I know that. Um, I mean, wh- to, where does it make the most sense to, for you to go, for him for you to go? Because I've heard the Denver Broncos, but I I don't think you want to go to a division with maybe the most like the best quarterback division in football between Justin Herbert, uh, Patrick Mahomes, and Derek Carr. Yeah. And and Collins like, well, I just don't think he's afraid of good quarterbacks. Great people aren't built that way. Yeah. That's true. That's but, a valid point. But I wanted the easiest path to the Super Bowl possible and or right maybe now I or, have the easiest way to win my division. That's a fair point. Okay, so what where's your pick? <sighs> you know what? I I don't think it's going to happen. I really think he stays with the Packers. I think this is a swat, a side swipe, a side step. I think he's staying with the Packers. If he doesn't go to the Packers, I could see, because it sounds like the 49ers are in trouble, I think I could see him ending up with Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. That could be a problem duo. I disagree with you, and here's it why. disagree with me where? In that you think he's probably going to stay with Green Bay. Okay. Because that message, like, that's a that's a... I like I loved you once, but like I gotta move on. Text. That's don't the kind you of text. Think Aaron's the type of guy to do that just to no, sideswipe all no, of us. No, he's calculated. We are. He's calculated. Okay. He, he does. He is a calculate zombie, and this is why. I think, like you said, he wants to control the narrative, and I think he wants. Like he, the thing with Aaron is he desperately wants people to think highly true. of him. To like put him on a pez pedestal, put him. Uh, he's the best. He is. He is the most talented we've ever seen. So you know what he's gonna do? He is gonna see Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, and Justin Herbert in that division. And he's gonna go to the Denver Broncos because he wants to prove that he is the best. And if he goes in that division and wins it and goes to the Super Bowl. Everything about Aaron Rodgers, as much as we dog on him, True. if he does that, it all changes. It's gone. He because he. Took out three of the top eight quarterbacks in the league, top ten. I'll put Derek Carr at like ten in the league in their place and went and won. Won the AFC, beat Josh Allen and the boys. Like, what are we gonna say to him? He wants that. I don't know if he'll if he can do it, but that's what he's going to do is go to the Broncos with that intention. 
but again, you tell me this. You already have the easiest path to the Super Bowl in all of the NFL. You get to play the easiest division where they haven't had a quarterback besides Matt Stafford on the on the garbage dumpster fire Lions for the last ten years. That's the best quarterback you've had to play in the last in your entire career yeah. in that division. Vikings have never been able to figure it out, and neither have the Bears. Yeah. So I, I just don't. I don't think, think it's about ease for him. Like, no, but, I, I, like, I, don't, I, like I, I don't. I think... agree with you, but I'm saying like if you can't if if you can't pass algebra one with a C, how are you expecting to get an A in algebra two unless something about you changes? Well, here's the thing: he does pass. Like the algebra one, he he's going barely he's, like a B. No, no, no. Here's he, he no, loses no, no, no. When he gets here's the, the thing. But, but that doesn't have anything to do with the division, though. Just hear me out. No, but but I'm he's saying he's gone you thirteen. Get, you, he's get won six, thir- you get six guaranteed wins a year, and you win your division, so you're guaranteed to make the playoffs every year. You get six free wins if your team's halfway decent. You win enough games that everybody else loses to the rest of their division, and you get the number one seed. Here, but here's the thing: like, it's not about. Like, his tr- struggles have not been in the regular season like we talked about. It's been in the playoffs. I, I, so, I agree with you. So, they have won 13 games three years in a row. That's insane. Like, a 13-3 and three year, that's really good. And they really can't good. win their conference championship. So, if, you, if you're if you that good in the regular season and you already can't win your conference championship, how are you going to win more games in a tougher division and win more playoff games? I'm not talking about how because I don't think with him – Logic doesn't matter right now. It's about legacy. And because if I he agree with you. because here's the thing. If he goes and he wins that division again, no one will say anything. True. But, but you're saying if he wins that division, I'm saying you can barely win what you're already eased with now. No, How am I supposed to expect eas- you to win? No, no, here's the thing. He easily wins that division. And you said it's a guaranteed six wins. He easily wins that division. Okay. So if he goes and wins the was the AFC West with Mahomes, Herbert, and Carr, it will be much more. It will be like the plus side. Like think about like legacy wise, okay. winning the what is he the NFC NFC North yeah. versus the AFC West. If he wins the AFC the NFC North, no one cares. But if he wins the AFC West. All of a sudden, boom, that's like a plus five for his legacy. But if he wins the NFC North, it's like a zero. doesn't matter because that's expected. That's what I'm saying because he cares about legacy. Aaron Rodgers in the NFL has never beat Patrick Mahomes. He's never beat Patrick. Granted, I think they've only played two or three times. But even this last year when Aaron Rodgers was on his MVP season, guess how many points they scored when they played the Chiefs? I don't know. Seven. Did Patrick Mahomes play? Patrick Mahomes didn't play. I mean, Aaron Rodgers didn't play that game. Packers, Chiefs. I actually, I guarantee it was Jordan Love that played that game. Bet I'll put money on it. All right. Let's find out if you make me look like a moron. Okay. You're right. Hey, but moron. either way, okay. No, moron. So, so I'm right. So you're you're right about that. But I'm either way. So what's what's his record with Patrick? Mahomes? He's like, still never beat. So he's zero and one. Zero and two, I think. I don't know about that. Either way. So 0-1 or 0-2, that's nothing. 0-1 in the the regular season, that's nothing. The principle remains the same. You went 3-7 the last 10 years in the playoffs. 
against easier teams because you never had to play Josh Allen, you never had to play Patrick Mahomes. Now, but you, I, this is all I'm saying. Now you're gonna have to play Justin Herbert, and Justin Herbert is a bad man. He is he's he's coming for an MVP award in two to three years. That's a, I agree. I love Justin Herbert. Play Josh Allen. You're also probably gonna have to go through Kansas City. Like to again, get there. I agree with you that it's the not the logical. The it, dumpster Brett, fire went three and six. Came into Lambo in the snow from sunny San Francisco and whooped his ass. Brett, Brett, here's the thing. I'm not saying that it's logical. I agree with you. Dad me up. I it's I agree. It's so you're logical. Talking about his I'm talking about versus actuality. Exactly. Okay, his intent, I agree with you there. His intent is I need to go prove myself. And if I go win the dumpster fire division, no one cares. But if I can go and win the AFC West, True. then that will like help. To further cement my legacy. True. And if I can win the AFC with all these bad men in there and I can get to the Super Bowl, boom. The narrative is switched. But if he does the same thing like he's done the past four years, go 13-3, and three, bad division, make it to the NFC Championship, no one will care. True. Literally, no, like, it will be in his, like, plus or minus, it will be a, probably a zero. Like, because at this point, that doesn't matter for his legacy. True. So that's what I'm saying. My, Logically, I agree with you. My only issue with the Broncos is this, and 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 if they, if you're done, then I'm done. Aaron Rodgers has never, ever, ever been able to trust young players. Ever. That's why I think he's taking Devonte with him. I think he's taking Devonte with him. Okay. Well, let's look at the Denver Broncos cap then, because they're. I think they're. I think they're. I think they have a, a good amount of cap, because they got young corners, young elite corners. And young receivers and a run and a young running back and a young tight end. And their O line is I, I don't know much about their O line, but they got a young D line in Chubb. Okay, so that right now they're paying Garrett Bowles seventeen million a year. That's they're their paying, highest paid player? Yeah. That's pretty good. Justin Simmons is their safety getting fifteen million a year. That's elite. Bradley Chubb's getting fourteen million a year. Cortland Sutton's getting one point five a year. Holy cow. So they they got a ton of cap spaces. So yeah, I mean Pat Sertain, like their best players are on low end deals. Exactly, because they're most of them are rookie deals. And their quarterbacks, even Drew Locke's only making one point three mil this year. So exactly. So or I think his official cap ends up being like two point three, but still that's literally nothing. So so you're you're right. And the one reason that makes sense to move is that the Packers are so far over the cap right now. They can't keep Devonte and. Aaron Rodgers because they'll take it. yeah and here and here here's the thing if he goes to, if Devontae goes to the Broncos it's not a trade he's just he's a free agent yeah. so they don't lose anything if he goes there now they'll have to trade some pieces for, for Aaron Rodgers but I don't think they'll have to trade as much because the the, of what well? happened yes I don't think they'll have to trade as much as they would have because of what happened all last um, all last offseason. He's forcing his way out, so it's kind of like a it's kind of like a Ben Simmons type deal. Like force your way out, and they know he's good. They for it. they know he's good for it, and like he will legitimately just be like, "I'm sitting here. I will take pay cuts. Like I don't. I, I will yeah. literally not play. I want out of here." So if that happens, they won't have to trade away as much. Maybe like Cortland Sutton and some pieces and some like they got draft picks. I'm pretty sure. Like they, I'm pretty sure they have all their draft picks. I mean, yeah, people can talk all they want about. And the other thing that this would do for the Broncos 
is John Elway has never been able to get a quarterback. He's yeah. never been able to get that right. If he got this right, oh. it would take off that whole narrative that Aaron that that uh, John Elway can't get the quarterback right. So yeah. let me look right now. So Vegas odds on Aaron Rodgers and Vegas odds are like pretty much the most important place to look if you want to know yeah, what's going to happen. That's because they make or lose money based on what actually yeah. happens. Uh, right now, so minus two fifty, the favorite is the Green Bay Packers. Plus three fifty is the Denver Broncos. Yeah, which that's not crazy odds. And then plus eight hundred is San Francisco. Yeah, I don't think he's going. I don't either. That's why they're putting it at plus eight hundred because yeah. they're pretty sure that's not what's happening. I think they don't know anything more than we do. That's why they're putting minus two fifty on the Packers. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers, I think probably ends up going to the Broncos, but that's going to be a messy deal because I think the Packers are not going to let him go for a lot because I think the Packers are ready to be just as petty as he has been to them, and they're like, look, if you're going to bone us, if you're going to screw us over, we're going to make we're going to play hardball. I like that. Okay, moving on to NBA. All-Star weekend. All-Star schleekin'. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Papa Grease, this is just for you. You asked for this, so we're bringing it to you. So, did you watch – you watch? tell me what you watched from All-Star weekend because you and I watched the All-Star I, game together. I, yeah, we watched All-Star game together. I watched a little bit of three-point and a little bit of the dunk contest. Okay, so which, I'm going to start Friday night. Okay, so, I didn't watch Rising Stars. Okay, so I watched Celebrity and Rising Stars because I am a hoe for, for I'm a hoe for All Star Weekend. Like I watched that growing up, ever since. Yeah, just that's been my entire life. I've loved All Star Weekend. I'm pretty sure we're gonna go when it's in Salt Lake next That'll year, depending so, on what ticket oh, prices yes. are like. Even if it's just for one night. Um, but yeah, so so it was Celebrity game wasn't that crazy except for this. Peloton instructor dropped like almost a thirty piece. I was really, really surprised that he even got in. And then Miles well, dude, Garrett, then Peloton instructors like they'll no, get he's super. A freak. He's an athlete. Um, and then Miles Garrett literally just he yammed. is so he athletic. He's stupid athletic. On it. And then everybody else was like so bad. It almost looked like they just auctioned off tickets to who wanted to get free publicity. Yeah, and, but it was bad. Dude, bring um, back Bieber, dude. He's low key. He low key no, can he, ball. He he's can got ball. a night. He's. He's got a weird shot, but he low key is kind of got a wet shot. So then we had Rising Stars, which again I'm a hoe for this. Most of y'all probably didn't watch. It was really cool because they've like changed up the format a lot. But this year, what they did was they had like four eight man squads of rookies and sophomores, and they okay. played a tournament. And it was like first to fifty, I think, or first to twenty five. Mm. And it was sick because it's like it still had the All Star game. Feel. I feel like that's a lot. Rising stars. Like, there's not that... Is there 24 rising stars in the league? Well, I guess it's rookies and sophomores. Yeah, and they had a couple G League players. But okay. Yeah, it okay. was eight, I guess that's four it. eight-man squads, so 32 guys. I, it was honestly really, really, really sick. Yeah, it was really cool because it had the all-star game vibe where you had guys taking crazy shots and doing crazy dunks, but they were also competing really hard because, like, they wanted to win to play in the next game. So that was really cool. But then we get to... What everyone wants to talk about, which is All Star Saturday Night, of course. Literally the biggest bust, except for the last five minutes of the All Star. Isn't game. it crazy how consistently like bad? Well, consistently bad and consistently above mediocre. The three point contest is. Yeah, that that's a fair. I feel like the dunk contest past five years has been a bust, but three point has kind of overachieved because I mean it's just a shooting competition, but it's more exciting. And. 
Yeah, like it's just guys shooting a basketball, which there's not a lot of nuance or creativity involved. Yeah. But it, it, there's something satisfying it's suspense. It's about suspense. just like, yeah, like the race to get to a certain amount of points or like who's going to hit which shots. So Carl Anthony Towns won that. Um, I think he's – everyone talks about Anthony Davis, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid. No one talks about Cat, and I think it's because he's in lowly Minnesota. But No, it's definitely because he's in Minnesota. But I think if he went to a, a different team – so yeah, so we had that. Carly Towns killed it at that. I think it's just because if if you've ever like taken a lot of shots right in a row, you know your legs get tired, especially uh-huh. from three. I think Cat won because he didn't have to jump at all. But the last round was really cool. It was him, Luke Kennard, Trey Young, and it was super sweet because they all got. I think Carly Towns got twenty nine yeah. points, and then Luke Kennard got like twenty. Trae Young, yeah, like they both got really close. Oh, because I think he won it on. Uh... Was well, it on the money Carl ball? Carl Anthony Towns went first. Yeah. So he got 29, and then everybody else after that was just trying to catch him, and nobody was able to. It would have been cool if he went last to win it at the end, oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But that didn't work out. But then we have maybe one of the, I worst, think the worst sporting events I've ever watched in yes. my entire life. Easily. Like, it I would have so almost bad. rather watched a WNBA regular season game. Literally. It would have been more competitive. More competitive. Like, maybe it, like, it look. oh my word. When the first guy comes out and his dunk is just him jumping with Timberlands on, I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, I, I'm sure that's really hard because I can't dunk with basketball shoes on and Timberlands are bricks right, reincarnated. Yeah. But, like, okay, no creativity. No one could jump. Jalen Green spent, like, 15, 20 minutes trying to land a dunk and he couldn't because of the technicality of the rules that it didn't count as an attempt. And then Obi Toppin literally won the game on a layup. Like, he put the ball off the backboard and it rolled in. Like, he didn't even dunk it. It just off the backboard and in. It was the worst sporting event I've watched in my entire life. And it's unfortunate because we've seen... Like, we... There were some great dunk contests before oh before Lord. you and I were even born. And before you and I were really even conscious, like yeah. the Vince Carter the Vin, the, Oh, the Vince Carter armpit in the rim. Good heavens. So, and then you and I were gr- you are- good enough to watch Aaron Rodgers. Or not Aaron Rodgers. We got to watch the first Zach Levine where he smoked everybody. We, and then and he was incredible. And then Zach Aaron Levine, Gordon, Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine. part one. And then we got a part, part two, two on top of that. That, like, those... The best dunk... I think... I have went back and watched some yep. of the dunk contests. Like, I have never seen... Those might be the two best dunkers. Like, if you ranked the best dunkers for all the dunk contests, I think they it was those two. Best I've ever seen. Like, creativity, the cleanness, and the... Here's another thing that's underrated is the power. Oh, yeah. With which no, you... No, because it matters how the ball, ball goes in. It matters... Like, if it's a little... Like, it looks like a layup. No. Slam that zombie. It's yep. a slam dunk. Like like you dunk the basketball. You don't lay that boy up. No. Like Aaron Gordon, that boy is so powerful. <coughs> and Zach to Levine. jump as high as Aaron Gordon jumps, like when he cleared the mascot oh, on dude. a hoverboard and he weighs like 240 pounds yeah. and he would have won the bronze medal at the Beijing Olympics however many years before yeah. for high jump. Like to jump that high and be that big. Oh my word! It ridiculous. Like, and then Zach Levine is a wizard. I don't yeah. like. He's so smooth. He's silky smooth, dude. And he it's, hangs up there for a he while. He straight up flies. 
Like, remember his... Like, his from the free throw line? Iconic, dude. Absolutely iconic. I think Dwayne Wade screwed over the dunk contest when they made Aaron Gordon lose the second time. Yeah. Because now I think guys are like, well, like, maybe it doesn't matter because even if I'm really good, like, I probably won't win anyway. Plus, I already don't want to do it because I don't want to get hurt. But I don't know why to, I don't know why everyone's that big of a deal with getting hurt. It's not like start, you don't do that in practice. They're gonna have to start incentivizing these guys to play in the Because it's a joke. Yeah. Like it's or bad. like either incentivize them like make pay them or more. pay them more or straight up get rid of it. Yeah. I don't wanna see part two of that. It would be if it's again gonna be this bad, I say either get rid of it or make the three point contest the climax of the night. Yeah. Speaking of three point contests though. Oh, like, are you talking about the greatest shooter that ever graced this earth? The greatest shooter, who the ever, sniper himself, the man. We are so lucky that we have been graced with his presence on this planet, because his his brain, his wrist is not built different or not built the same. It's built different. Oh my word! To watch, oh, because you and I are not a fan of like the Pro Bowl or really the All Star Game. Yeah, but, like, really. If it's on, I'll put it on. If there's sports on, we'll watch. That's just. Who we are. If there was any debate before that debate has been put to rest, Stephen Curry is the greatest shooter of the basketball who of ever all lived. Time. Like, and there, here's the thing. You know, this is a compliment when Reggie Miller make like the top three greatest shooters of all time. Him and Ray Allen. Him and Ray Allen are the only guys that are even come close to touching Stephen the Goat Curry. Yep. He said. He said, "I'm looking at." The greatest shooter, past, present, and future. No one will ever touch this. Like that's a bold statement. That's a to bold say future. Because here's the thing. It's not like there might be guys who have just as good as percentages him. Because I think there are. Actually, yeah. I know there are. But the way one, the way he's defended, no one could have his percentage at the way he is defended. No. Where he has to literally run. A quarter mile every possession to get a sh- not to get a make to get a shot, and also the way that he moves with the ball. Like I just talked about without the basketball, with the ball, he most shooters, with exception of a few, are more like catch and shoot. Yeah. Re- like Reggie Miller, he had some dribble in him. Like he like he could do it. Ray Allen early in his career he could do it, but definitely not late. But Steph Curry, maybe the set, like, the only other person I can definitively say has better handles than him is Kyrie Irving. But Kyrie and Irving doesn't have the shot that Doesn't Steph nearly has. have the shot. So, he has a top five handle with the greatest shot ever. That combination is so stupid that, like, that's why he's the greatest shooter ever. Because and his ability to get open. There's a there's an attribute that you can get in 2K that says limitless range. Yeah. Steph Curry actually has that in yeah, real like, life. Like there's nowhere he cannot hit a three point. And shot here's the from. thing, like he like he's so confident, like a regular he changed the game. He's so good at his craft that a a thirty or a thirty five foot shot is like that's a decent shot for him. Like it's not a bad no. shot. Like for any other human being in the world, like that's a fairly good if shot. You should, if you took that shot ten years ago, you would say, get pulled. You're, you're gone. You're He's not. Like, you're off the. Yeah, you're off the court. Sorry. But now Steph Curry has turned it into a high percentage shot because basically all he has to do is be able to see the rim for half a second and be open. Yeah. 
And sometimes he doesn't even have to be yeah. open. No, like half that the one time he gets he's not the, open. The Pelicans in the playoffs, like three or four oh years my, ago, I know where he one. hits, the, he takes it, misses, and then gets like double swatted, and he just gets bailed to the ground and still drills it to win a yeah, game. Yeah, I don't know how he did that. He's a he's a wizard. He's the greatest, and and it it kind of makes me upset that LeBron took the last shot to win. Like yeah. it, was, it was a good shot. It was, it was a tough good. Shot. I liked it. It was to win the game. But it would have been cool to see Steph make one more to break the, the record, record for points in all. Yeah, game. dude. Here's the thing. I thought about this, and I feel like I'm gonna rag on Westbrook, and then I'm gonna come back and talk okay. about and not rag on him. Okay. So how would how does it feel? He just his point guard was just dropped a fifty piece, and and made sixteen threes, and then he goes back to Russell Westbrook. Who couldn't make a three if you gave him a million dollars to make? Didn't even make the All Star game, which is a different story. But like, how how does LeBron feel right there? Like, you're stupid, LeBron. Like, you should have taken Buddy Heald. You look bad. And or even that do- deal they had on the table for John Wall that yeah, they turned down at the I trade mean, deadline. Here's I don't even know if that. I would take John Wall over Russell Westbrook. Okay, so I'm... Because at least John Wall knows what his place is, and it's not to be a three-point shooter. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. I, I do agree with you to some extent, but I'm going to say this. If you look at the numbers, if you look them up right now, his numbers this year aren't very different than any of his numbers in the past five years. Russell Westbrook? Yeah, look, look at his numbers. I, I, I've never thought Russell Westbrook was that good. Well, So just look, look him up, because people have been ragging on him this year. Like, oh, he's terrible this year. Right, so this year he's averaging 18.3 points per game, Okay. 8 rebounds, 7.5 assists, and a 47% field goal percent. Okay, what's his turnovers at? Uh, his turnovers. If you can't find it, it's okay. I don't think it's not listed right here. But so so I just read you his play his his uh this, this year. This is what his career is. Career he averages twenty three points a game, seven point four uh rebounds, eight and a half assists, and then forty three point seven percent field goal percent. Okay, so. Is he? Here's my question to all the Lakers fans that are blaming all this on Russell Westbrook. Did you expect something more? He's giving you Bingo. like he's giving you what he's given everybody else, and you are. Which is why I'm like, because I was originally like going after Russell Westbrook for this. Then I looked at his stats, and I was like, wait, like why are we just killing this dude when we brought him here to be him, right? We brought him in to be Russell Westbrook, and he's being Russell Westbrook. We read the stats. Yep. So his turnovers, I asked you about his turnovers because he's slightly below his normal turnover ratio. So slightly below that, like, he's been himself the whole year, so why are you blaming him? You asked him to do his best, and he came in and he gave you his best. People say, oh, he's at 18, normally he's at 23. Well, LeBron and eight, he's the third option. Normally on every other team, he's either been the number one or the two option. So you can't mess with me with those five points per game. No. So that's all I have to say. This is 100% LeBron James's fault. Yeah. And Anthony Davis. I'll put it on Anthony Davis too. Because these are the two boys that thought, oh, we're going to make the big three. We're, this is going to be the best team there ever was. The we're going to run the league. Yeah, how about be ninth in the, in the West? Below freaking the Blazers and the Spurs. It would be Spurs. one thing if they were the ninth best team in the whole league. They're ninth in their in the, own conference. Yeah, I like... They might not even make the playoffs. 
I'm not even convinced they could win a seven-game series against any of the eight teams in the Eastern Conference because right now... The eighth that, team is Brooklyn. The eighth team is Brooklyn. And to me, that's a toss-up. I think the Lakers could maybe win it. Well, here's the thing. I love Brooklyn right now. But here's... Like, once they get Simmons in... KD, like, they'll, yeah. it'll be a murder. But, because they actually have a bench in the Brooklyn. The sixth seed is the Celtics. I don't think you're beating the Celtics. No, not beating the Celtics. You're not beating the Bucks. Yeah. You're not beating the Cleveland Cavaliers. No. You're not beating, <laughs> you're not beating the 76ers. You're not and even. You're not beating the Bulls, and nope. you're not beating the Miami Heat. Nope. So, you are probably, what is that, 8 plus 9 is 17. 17. So, you're the 17th best team in the, the league. league. That spells mediocre. Actually, no, because mediocre is like the eighth seed gets in at I the very end. that's true. Like, they're on, they're like, the, they're the best of the worst. That's what they are. Hey, you can run around and hang out with, with the Wizards, Sac- the Knicks, the, the Pacers, Pacers <laughs> the Kings. Have fun. Have fun with the Pistons. I'm sure they have some time to play. I'm sure old boy can, what's his name, the fullback they got playing. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, uh, The dude who literally straight up trucked like eight guys in a brawl. The dude who spot LeBron. Yeah, honestly, that dude's a straight up Georgia running back. That boy should be like Greg Hardy. You know how Greg Hardy's played DN for the Cowboys in the UFC? Let that boy go sign a UFC. Yeah, honestly. I'm sure the Magic have some time if you wanted to scrimmage. Oh, I'm sure. They could make that a close game. Oh, yeah. So yeah, Lakers. Um, it's really sad because LeBron has always been the focal point of management, not just the basketball team, but management. Where, yeah, like he he gets what he wants, and and here's the thing that's toxic. True, like like that is toxic, and that's what like everywhere he's go, he's ravaged. Think about Miami after he left; they did not recover for a while. Think about Cleveland after he they left. were ravaged, and Lakers—they're already ravaged, and he's there. He ravages any team he goes to. I don't think, LeBron, and that's why he's not the goat. No, um, we could go there if that's where you want to go. Since we're already there, we can make that transition, dude. But here's the, like we both agree that he's not the goat. But there's the question of who's had, and and I guess that's fair. You and I know where we both stand, but everyone's been having this conversation. Oh, who's had the tougher who's road? Who's had the tougher oh, path to the NBA okay, finals? Okay, we can we can go there. Where they've been in their okay, career? Okay, okay. Who wants you? Who you want to go first? You go first. You go first. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna say. So I'm gonna pull up for you guys right now. Give me two seconds. Yeah, we gotta give it to him. I, and this is the one, the one thing I want to say before you okay, go on your okay. thing. Just this is quick. People do not sleep on the fact that Michael beat Carl Malone and John Stockton twice. twice. That's what rank is Carl Malone all time in scoring? Uh, I think he's is top he, ten. Maybe no, top five. I think. Wait, I think he's. Is he two? Oh no, he's three because LeBron passed him, but. Or actually no, yeah, because he he was he was number two only to who? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay, Carl Malone still number two. Yeah, really? Yup. So according to this, so let's let's not say like that. Like Carl Malone and though both of them boys were on what the dream team. And let's not say, oh my gosh, look where LeBron's at. Yeah, well, guess who's four. Kobe. Yeah. Guess who's five? Michael. Yeah, so and they, there's not and a their dichotomy. Careers, there's not a split and in their, And their careers were sig. Michael's was significantly short. Michael went and played another sport. Yeah. So okay. So here, here's what here's what I'm gonna do. So LeBron's. How many times did he go to the finals? Nine. Ten. Ten. How many titles has he won? 
four. four. Michael Jordan, six for six. I, you know, I told you that one joke, the, like that one time about the. I will tell about talk about it later. Okay, okay, okay. So, because <laughs> maybe not the best thing to say. All right, so, all right. 2007, LeBron James takes the Cavs to the finals versus the Spurs. Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, they get swept 4 yeah, yeah. 0. Did Michael ever even let a game? A game go to seven? No, no he, he never didn't. went to a seven game series in the finals. Never. But LeBron got swept. But I, okay, I'll say this. I'll give it to him. His team, like that Cavs team, was not great. It was impressive that he. Took it was him impressive that they took him there. So I'll, I'll give him that one. I, like I'm being generous here. So 2011. This is guess what team? The Heat. So we uh, he has nothing to say. You got to go where you wanted. And where you, you want, and you built the team. This is a super team. This was a better squad. This is LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, all three Hall of Famers, Mario Chalmers, um, Udonis Haslam, like the boys. Like you had veterans, you had young talent, and you had your core stars. So you lost to Dirk Nowitzki, and who else was on that team? JJ Barea. Oh, JJ. Oh, oh uh, the five foot six god, Corey My, Brewer. Corey Brewer. Oh, Ooh. who else did they have? They had a forty year old Jason Kidd. Oh, and guess what? I think who who was Ding up LeBron James in the end? I think it was Jason Terry. 39-year-old oh Jason God. Terry. He was the guy Ding him up, not even Corey Brewer. So you got pieced by the mid-range god Dirk Nowitzki, who I love. You He's, basically got pieced by a Utah church ball squad. You got you got beat by you got beat by seven foot Joe Ingles. Yeah. That you got beat by look, and I'm not even taking away from Dirk Nowitzki. No, Dirk he's, Nowitzki's great. Because he's honestly he Seventh might be on scoring all time. Dirk he might Nowitzki's be top great. twenty-five player all time. Yeah, I'll like yeah. I'll put him there. But he had nobody and he won and you had the squad and you couldn't. So right now LeBron James owned two. Okay. Then the next the next year they go against it's Heat versus Thunder, they win four one. I'll say this. That people are like, oh, they had KD, Russell Westbrook, James Harden. Yeah, they'd all they been were in the babies. Combined like four years. Yeah, KD was in his third year, I think. Westbrook was in his second year. Harden in his either first or second year. And that like how they much were, credit we're giving LeBron for going to the finals his first time. That's exact amount of credit we're giving to Kevin Durant, James yeah, Harden, exactly. and Russell for going there. Exactly. First time. So he won his first ring. His first ring was against babies. Okay. That's like that's basically as if. He went and beat Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown like three years ago. That yeah. would be the equivalent. Next, he goes, so 2013, they, they go back-to-back and they beat the Spurs 4-3. Okay. Now, that I'll say that was probably... That was impressive. That was an impressive win. I will say this, though. The Spurs were kind of like... They now, were old. They were old. But I'll give him that. So mm-hmm. he's got one legit impressive win. I'll say that. Like, that was an impressive win. All right. Then... Heat Spurs, Spurs win 4-1 the next year. So you're 2-1 against the Spurs. 2-1, okay? Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Kawhi Leonard literally made you his P. Like Finals Ka- MVP. Finals Kawhi MVP Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. When he'd been in the league yeah, like two years. Like two years. Cause, and, and you ever seen that video when in the, in that finals, look, Kawhi Leonard checks in the game and LeBron James goes, oh, F. Yeah. He goes, oh, F, not this guy. Because he pieced him. Because he pieced him. Kawhi Leonard did. 2015, Cavs Warriors. Oh, who won? The Warriors. This was, did they have KD? Uh, I don't. I don't. Think I don't. So. I don't think they did. So it was. Are you telling me it was just Steph and Clay, 
And how old was Steph Curry in 2015? Let's look that up. How old was Steph Curry in 2015? And how old was Klay Thompson? Let's, I, I want to know. Well, actually, it was the 2014 season. So, whichever one you want to do. All right, so Klay Thompson was drafted. You said what year is this? This is 2014-2015. Okay, guess what year? So, Steph I think Curry was, was drafted in 2009. Okay, so, he's so, been in the league five, six years. So, he, he fifth year. Fifth, fifth, sixth year. Klay Thompson was drafted in 2011. Okay, so this is his And Draymond Green year. was drafted 2012. Okay, so third year. This is babies. This is the equi- almost the equivalent of KD, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. Oh, no, it's okay because they, they had Andrew Bogut, right? They, they had Andrew Bogut. They had Zaza Pachulia. Zaza Pachulia. They had, uh, they had Leandro Barbosa. Oh, Barbosa. And, uh, I forgot about that. Sean Livingston. Oh, Sean Livingston, the mid-range guy. That's right. So are you telling me that LeBron... So this is after LeBron James went to... The Cavaliers back to him after he ravaged with the Heat Kyrie. with Kyrie and Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson, and Tristan who's Thompson. probably one of the greatest rebounders he was, we've ever seen. He was the Andre Drummond of that time. Yeah. Like and like Andre Drummond is all is All Star caliber player. Yeah. So four All Star caliber players on one team and babyface Steph Curry mercs you. So yeah. right now he's one in five in the finals. So yeah, Michael was six and zero. Oh. You are one in five. In what world, if you if you if I do something and I'm six and zero oh at it, and you do it and you're one in five, it's not. There's even, no one who's gonna compare you and say, yeah. "Oh, well, you're close." Yeah. And then okay, then the Cavs come back on the Warriors and they win four three. And I'll say like that was that was the 2016 finals. That was the that was the three one comeback, which is. Impressive. I'll say that was Maybe super the impressive. the greatest finals performance I watched growing up as a, but as a I, kid. But I will say this, though. I, I'll, and I'm going to ask you this question in all seriousness. Okay. Maybe, like, maybe you answer yes, maybe you answer no. Do the Cavs win if... Um, I'm forgetting his name. Not Clay Thompson. If Draymond Green gets suspended... Because remember that was when he got suspended for the little for the kick for the little the kick, which was, tell me, do the Cavs win? Because the the when they got that, that was when it was three one, and he got kicked out that game, and they won that game and came back and took the rest of the series. Do they win if that happens? I, I say there's a chance, but to me, if you're I, missing an all star. To me, if you play. can't definitively prove yes or no. I have, to say, I have to say, I have to say, LeBron was on one that finals. He was okay. the, like, but I also he was no on one what. because who, like, how many defensive player of the years does he does Draymond Green have? I two. think he has two. So you take out a two-time defensive player of the year who was guarding LeBron James at the time. It's definitely close, but I don't want to be Skip Bayless on it. So I, I, I'm going to say LeBron. Okay, I, I won't be Skip Bayless either. So he's got two impressive wins. Okay, two impressive. One of them, we'll say like. We'll say it's two Maybe impressive wins. One. Cavs, Warriors, Warriors, Merkham four one. Like yeah. it, like that was. I mean, they had KD. They had like KD. They had the, maybe one of the greatest teams ever. Yeah, assembled. but but still, and then Cavs, Warriors, Warriors, Merk them again, sweep them. He they got he, LeBron's been swept in the finals twice. I forget that that. I mean, and he's we and were he's both, yeah, and he's lost four one as well, which is a gentleman sweep. Yeah, look, he's been gentleman swept once and swept twice. So three of the times it was an embarrassment. Three of the of the six times he's lost was an embarrassment. I think the principle here is let's not ever compare LeBron James and Michael Jordan in the finals no. because it's not even kind of if close. If you want to compare him in the regular season, 
You can have I'll, it. You can have it. You can have it. Because because these are the teams that Michael beat in the finals. Okay. Again, Michael never went to seven games. Okay? So, beat Gary Payton and Sean Kemp, two of the greatest of all time. Both were on the NBA 75 list. Then he beat the Utah Jazz, Carl Malone, John, John Stockton, Stockton, all-time assist leader, all-time, all-time scoring. scoring. Or second all-time scoring. Yeah. And wait, were those guys on the all-time 75? Oh, they both were, actually. Oh. Yeah. So then he beats... Okay, so this might be maybe the worst of all of his wins in the finals, but it was still elite, was the Portland Trailblazers. With Clyde Drexler. Exactly. Is oh, also is he on, on the NBA All-75. Oh, okay. he was, wasn't he? And Michael averaged 36 points a, 30, a game. Just a 36-piece. So then they play... So then he beat the Jazz again, Carmelo and John Stockton. Beat the Phoenix Suns with Charles Barkley. Barkley. Oh, where was he? He's also on the NBA 75 Oh, let's see where he's at. Of all time. And Michael ordered... Oh, yeah. Guess how many points Michael averaged? Uh, he averaged 41 a game. So, <gasps> oh. absolute clappage. And then, yeah, I believe this was his first NBA Finals appearance. He beat... Wouldn't you know... So, so LeBron's first Finals appearance, he lost. Got swept, right? Okay. Michael's first appearance, they beat... The Los Angeles Lakers, Lakers. with Magic Johnson. Johnson. And who and here's the thing, we're not because he like we're only talking about the West teams that he beat. The like the early years when he was winning, the Eastern Conference Finals was the game to watch. Yeah. Not even the finals. Because guess who he had to beat? Larry Bird, Detroit and, Pistons. Like those teams, like if LeBron James went against those teams. Mm. I'm going to disagree with you there because I think the one thing that I will always give LeBron James, I believe in my heart of hearts, LeBron James is the greatest athlete who has ever walked planet Earth. I He's agree with that. the only person I've ever seen. Like, we can say what we want about Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry doesn't have the ball skills and the defense. Like, Derrick Henry is a freight train north and south. Incredible for him to move at that size and That's speed. a fair point. LeBron James has the technical skills. He has the ball skills. He has the defense skills for you to move that fast. Does he have be the shooting? Not a bad shooter. He ha- he didn't have a jump shot coming in, and he got that. Well, so, I wouldn't say he's got a jump look, shot. He I, he I, went like 3 for 16 All-Star I'm game. not saying that he's better than Michael Jordan, but LeBron James is easily – he's easily not better than Michael but LeBron James is easily the second greatest basketball player to me who ever lived. He's just not better than Michael. And I think, honestly, because Michael's issue was um, back in the day, you could slap, you could smack, you and, could do okay, that's my you that's want. my argument right but, now. But so, dude, so, so listen to this. You're going to no, no, hit listen. LeBron James. No, no, listen to this. Here's the thing. when it, So LeBron James, did has he kind of come out of the game in finals? Or in the playoffs because he was injured? Because he's you, tired. Because he's tired when he had a headache. Do you remember when he had a headache? Yeah, oh, migraine. he had a little migraine. Oh, okay, okay. How about try and come out of the game when you have Dennis Crazy A. Rodman literally running up your A-hole? Tell me and that. And Bill Lambeer. And Bill, you think Bill Lambeer's going to shy away? Bill Lambeer would put you in a chokehold <laughs> yeah. and put you on the ground like WWE. So, so here's the thing. Like, Bill Lambeer, like... They like he might have been that able been like hard, so so LeBron's you're huge, no but dude. here's the thing you're thinking of it in terms of today's NBA. I'm not saying that LeBron James isn't the second best all time, 
But they would, back in the day, you were literally allowed to take off somebody's head when they came to the rim. Yes or no? You know you could. You, you could take off their head. And it didn't even matter. It would not. Even, it would be a, a regular foul. And you know what? We'll let LeBron James go to the line. You know why? Because he's a 60-something percent yeah, free throw shooter. Free exactly. Let me, let, let me give it to you like this, though. Okay? Michael was, at the time, when he was playing 6'6", 215. Okay. My, LeBron James is 6'9", six, six, nine, nine. 250. Okay. You're going to hit that dude? I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's not the second best all time. I'm just but saying, I'm just I saying think he would have survived back in I'm the day. I'm saying he would have survived, but he wouldn't be... If he played back then, he would not be as good as he yes, is now. I agree I'm with saying that. if he. I'm saying if he played back then, but I'm not, he, he wins... But he wouldn't have been bummed. I'm saying if he wins back, if he plays back, then he probably wins three finals, maybe two finals. I, no, I think so. Okay, so we're in agreement. No, I definitely agree. So it like you hear, heard it here, folks. Like it's not even close the road because just to get to the finals, l- l- one last point. Okay. Just to get to the finals, Michael Jordan had to go through the Cleveland Cavaliers, who were good back then. They had a squad. If you go look them up. And then, oh, who else? He had to go through the Pistons, and then he also, in the same season, he had to go through the Pistons, two-time, back-to-back NBA Finals champions, and then maybe the first or second greatest dynasty ever in the Celtics with, like, four Hall of Famers on that team just to get to the Finals. And LeBron James, guess we had to beat Paul George and whoever the hell we had on the Pacers. LeBron has never had to... Like, he's played some elite teams in the finals. Here's the thing. He's played elite teams, but the road to get to the finals... The East was a cakewalk. And everybody knows that That the East... That first year with the Cavs, the best team in the league was the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. And And who did they even have? And they got swept. Yeah. Like, they put up no fight. So, that's, that's all I have to say. Even if you look at the teams they play just to get to the finals, it's a joke. This is the only question you have to ask. Will the guys that LeBron beat, how long will they be remembered for? Because the guys he's beat to get to the playoffs will, at least in the Eastern Conference, zero. The, we well, the only remember. one, well, Paul George, maybe. Paul like, George, maybe. But, like, we won't think about anyone who was on that Hawks team. No. We won't think about... Pre- we probably won't think about Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. No. Well, probably. DeMar DeRozan maybe, but maybe, not on the ra- but, not on the Raptors. But not though. to the same level. But like, uh, but not I on the John. About them, okay, I'm but saying, not on the John Stockton, Carl Malone. Not even close. That's what fair I'm point, saying. Like, point. we look back at Michael and we see who he beat in the finals. And I think we'll say, and we see who he beat in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. We won't say the same thing about the guys that LeBron beat in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. On his way to the finals. Yeah, because I'm looking, I'm looking at this list and basically LeBron. Le- I mean, um, uh, Michael Jordan beat half of the top 75 players to get to the finals. Like, I'm looking. We got Larry Bird. We got Clyde Drexler. We got Patrick Ewing, Walt Frazier, George Gervin, um, John Havlicek, um, Magic Johnson, Sam Jones. Like, like I could go on and on. Like, I was only through, like, one line of the list. Like, a lot of those guys Michael played against. Granted, this is from, like, 75 years, but a lot of those guys, LeBron... Has not played against. I'll just leave it at that. Okay, we got like a couple minutes left. You want to do some Blitzkrieg? Okay, let's go Blitzkrieg. All right, Blitzkrieg. Okay, so first things up, we got a lot in here. Thoughts on the college football playoff voting not to expand? I hated it. I, like, I, I hated it. They need to expand to eight teams because it's going to be... 
two S two to three SEC teams per year. Clemson, if they're good, Ohio State, and maybe one other Big Ten team every year. Probably going to be Michigan. Maybe throw in Notre Dame. I can tell you that every year. USC is not going to be good for three years. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma is going to be trash. Like it's going to be the same teams, and college football is going to suffer for that as a whole. Because we would never say like there were a couple of blowouts in the first round of the playoffs in the NFL, but we wouldn't say, oh, well, we need to shrink the playoffs because no. there are blowouts. Like, no, we just like, added teams to I, the playoffs. And, and, that, and I agree that the one seed, the two seed, will probably still blow out whoever they play, but at least the rest of the games will be entertaining. Yeah. And again, this is taboo, something no one wants to talk about. The rest of the bowl games don't mean anything. They don't you mean watch anything. watch them and you're entertained by them, but it's all a marketing play. They don't mean anything. Yes. Nobody and cares I've, about what ever does in a bowl dude, game. Dude, even when I was a little kid, I knew that. I was like, why are they even playing this? But nobody talks about yeah. that because it's all about money. So, so like, least, oh, we've won seven bowl games in a row. I don't care. I'd rather Do watch, we really care? And guess what? Guys still get blown out in bowl games. Yeah. So I'd rather at least them get blown out in a game that matters. That they have a chance that me, like to get to the playoffs. Or to get to the championship. So, yeah. Playoffs need to be expanded. I don't understand why they're not doing it to make more money if they do it. Not sure what the issue is. But, yeah, until then, all of you who hate the SEC, because I'm going to say go dogs till the day I die. All of you who hate the SEC, if you like this move because you think it keeps more teams out of the playoffs, all it means is that we're going to be concentrating that boy, like dropping that orange freeze concentrate in your drink when you were a kid. So, okay, next thing. Brian Flores, your boy, he finally boy. he finally got a job in the uh, he's the defensive assistant it's linebackers a, coach or something for the yeah Pittsburgh he's Steelers. he's the he's the assistant defensive coordinator slash linebacker, linebacker coach. coach. So I think he obviously he's the most overqualified assistant coach ever. Yes, I think it like as a whole it's going to help the Steelers because they struggled on defense. They've got pieces, but they yep. struggle on defense. Brian Flores, for everything that's going on, he's an elite defensive mind, and I think this will benefit him. Mike Tomlin's a stud. I think the Steelers, if they make a couple moves, they've got pieces. If they can get a free agent, I think Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and the Browns have something to worry about. Who do you think plays quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers next year? Dude, that's up in the air. If they can get a Russell Wilson... I think Russell Wilson could fit in in Pittsburgh. He's a tough, he's a tough dog. He's a tough son. He definitely fits their culture. He for fits sure. their culture, and he's a leader, and he's vocal. I think he could fit there. I like the Brian Flores thing because again, you and I both like Brian yeah. Flores. Like, Legit, he's a, like he's a very do. good coach. He's a he's a good coach. I thought Legit. he made a stupid move, but he's a very 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 yeah. good coach. And I think Mike Tomlin's is a good. He, yep. Mike Tomlin is such a good coach, such a good leader, such a good dude. He's top five coach in the NFL, maybe higher, maybe top. He's one three. of the greatest coaches of all time. Oh yeah, he's going to do a lot of good things with Brian Flores. Brian Flores is going to do a lot of good things with his defense. Yeah, I think Brian Flores. Is, I think when you sue your employer. And then you kind of cave and say, okay, well, it's only racist as long as I don't have a job. And then as soon as I have a job. So do they drop the suit? They have to in order, like, for him to work for the NFL, he can't hold up his lawsuit. Really? Yeah, that's how it works. And so, Oh, so that basically meant, so, yeah. So, to he me, had it's no- like, so okay, they had nothing. you folded on your principle when as soon as you got a job. Yeah. So I'm like, if Here you're going to do that, I'm glad that you're not getting a head coaching job, but... <gasps> I do hope you get one soon because I think you're that good. I hope yeah. you learned your lesson and it'll all go well in the end. All right. Uh, what's the deal with Zion and the New Orleans Pelicans? Dude, he is a child. He th- This is what he is. He is the kid that was told since he was 10 years old that you are g- the next big thing. Like you are God's gift to – where? where is he from? 
He's I, from North Carolina. You are God's gift. Carolina. Oh, of course. Yeah, from, from South, South Carolina. Carolina. You like prodigy growing up, big, strong, fast. Literally did whatever he wanted. Could eat whatever he wanted, do whatever he wanted, and he was still the best. Went to Duke. Literally the most hyped kid coming out of college ever. Like he got a Jordan deal before he even played, and he was injured. And look, he's good. I'll admit it. But he's given everything he's he's ever wanted, and he has no accountability. And so. Therefore, he's not a good leader. He doesn't have a Mamba mentality, a Jordan mentality, or even a LeBron mentality. Like that, you gotta get it out of the dirt. Can't stay in shape. Can't stay you in can't shape. Can't get along with your teammates. You're and, not a leader. And and your body you're is always injured. And of here's it. the thing: I've heard rumors that he's faking his injury because he's always wanted to be on the Knicks. Because I would because that. because but he who wanted wants a left tackle to play power but, forward. Dude, I mean, if you're the Knicks, you take anybody right now. That's true. But he's always wanted. He wanted the Knicks to get him first overall, and not New Orleans. And he's and that's why he's like he's probably injured, but he's kind of I'm not, I'm still not feeling good because yeah. he doesn't want to play. Like kind of a Kawhi did back exactly. In okay, two more for you. Thoughts on Juwan Howard punching another coach in the face at the end of the game? I mean, it wasn't a punch. I'll say that I like Juwan Howard. It's kind Howard. of a sissy punch. It was to be a sissy punch. I, yeah, if but you do something wrong. But here's the thing: it, I bet he's grateful he didn't punch him because if he punches him, he's probably fired. But the fact that it was like a face mush slash slap, it's it's not as intense. So no, yeah, like I I like him and I think he's good dude. I think he's good for Big Ten basketball. He's I loved him like Fab Five all that, like. I mean, he just, like, have some respect for yourself. Show some freaking, um, sh- show some leadership skills, especially to these young guys. Like, he'll be fine, though. He'll be fine. My thing is, if you're going to, like, you have no accountability now. Like, if you yeah. have players punching guys, you don't get to say, you don't get to grab by the shirt and say, hey, you don't get to do yeah, that. Yeah, because he just did the same thing. You've now done it in a very public stage, and you didn't even apologize it afterwards when you were given the opportunity. Yeah. Um, so to me, John Howard, Joan Howard, this is not a race thing. This is not a, like, it, I don't care if someone puts their hands on you. Like he didn't hit you. Yeah. He got in your face. And, and, he, be, and here's the and thing. The fair, guy he hit didn't even do anything to you. You put your finger right in his face. Yeah. Don't put and your you, finger he, in my and he, face. And he grabbed his shirt like this. Yeah. Like, Joan, you're not innocent, dude. Yeah. So. You, and no one thinks he's innocent. And here's the thing. I appreciated this. Because this was an opportunity for like Stephen A. and First Take to like go off all race on this, and he he went after Jawan Howard, and I yeah. appreciated that that he didn't make it a race thing. I my really thing did. is Jawan, if you couldn't be an adult after the Fab Five, and you can't be an adult now, when are you going to become one? That's all I gotta say. Okay, this is the last thing that we got for you. Watching the All Star Game, seeing what Steph did, seeing what LeBron did, seeing what all these boys did is a big boy league now. We got a lot of big men who are taking the league yeah. back, like Jokic, like Embiid, like Giannis, all of these guys. But to you, to finish out the show, who is the face of the NBA? I'm gonna say this: it's not LeBron. True. If I, I've got it between it. This year will greatly kind of break the scale, but I think it's between two people, and I'll tell you who I think it is slightly more. Okay. I think it's between Giannis and Steph. And I'll lean slightly toward Giannis because um, because they won a championship, and he dropped that 50-piece and was finals MVP. And Steph, now grand, all the crap that happened last year, they weren't in the playoffs. They weren't as relevant last year. But those are the top two. I think Giannis slightly above him. Giannis is the face of the league. Steph Curry could, if they win the championship this year, could be the face of the league again. 
Definitely not LeBron. I can't add anything more to that other than I do want to have the conversation because I think Steph gets slept on way too much. So oh, this yeah. will be just a tease for next week. But what does Steph have to do to pass LeBron? Because I don't think it's that much. So that's going to be coming up. We got that for you next week in addition to whatever heinousness and everything else goes on in the sports world. We're going to give it to you. We're going to have a good time. But that's all we have for today. Whoa.